ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Friday, November 13th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Coming up on the program this hour, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper, Marshall women's basketball coach. Also, we're going to hear from Mark Martin. WCHS will be airing their remembrance, their special on the Marshall Plain tragedy. So that's coming up tomorrow. Mark's going to talk to us about that. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but the coaches' trophies in town. Coaches' trophies in town. There's an opportunity for you to see it. It'll be on display at Gate A tomorrow from 10 a.m. to noon outside of Jones C. Edwards Stadium. And joining us a little bit later on the program to tell us about it, John Klusterman. He is a brand manager for Amway, and we're going to talk to him about the trophy, why it's here, uh, what the importance of the tour is. And, of course, we'll get your phone calls in. As I mentioned, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Football tomorrow is going to be interesting because we've got more cancellations. Gardner-Webb needing to cancel the game against Charlotte due to COVID-19 cases. They've got some issues now. They've got positive tests, and they're doing contact tracing. And so we don't know what's going to happen with Charlotte. I don't think Charlotte's got any problem, but definitely Gardner-Webb problems there. Also, tomorrow's North Texas at UAB game was canceled earlier due to COVID-19 issues. We also have a cancellation for next Friday's UAB at UTEP game. That's been canceled as well because of issues with UAB and COVID-19. We do have some games tonight, three games Florida Atlantic at Florida International. That'll be the game we will keep an eye on the most. CBS Sports Network, 7 o'clock. And then you can watch Iowa at Minnesota, 7 o'clock as well on FS1. And then Eastern Carolina will be at Cincinnati. That's going to be 7.30 p.m. on ESPN2. So looking forward to watching a little bit of all of those. FAU, FIU especially. Keep an eye on that series, see how it plays out. Uh, I'm more interested to see how FIU plays. Haven't seen much of them, enough to really get a good feel about them. So I want to see how they play against FAU. Uh, thing I'm disappointed in, you know, UAB Really not many opportunities there for them. Conference USA, so many games have been canceled so far, and we talked about this leading up to the season, that this was a possibility. How many of these games would you get in? And, of course, the push is let's get them as many as we can in. Let's get them in. Let's play. And so now you have basketball planning as if it's going to happen on Marshall's campus, we're, what, 12 days away now? And so we've got a game day before Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. We've got contest, and you saw the ticket procedure. It's going to be a lottery, so you have to get to HerdZone.com and get signed up if you're a season ticket member or if you are a Big Green member. And, of course, if you're a Big Green member, usually that means uh, you're getting your season tickets if uh, you're a basketball fan. So, uh one in the same just about, but you get on the website to sign up. There's more details there, herdzone.com. So that's where we're at right now, and we're hopefully uh, not going to have any problems next week as well as Marshall will take on um, Charlotte. Guess what? 
big game tomorrow. Marshall, Middle Tennessee. It's really two games in one. It's a game, of course, between Marshall and Middle Tennessee. It's also a game that takes on a, a different meaning. I know it's they're all the same. It's it's still the same game, but this is the 75 game, and of course, this will be a somber game until kickoff. Once kickoff happens, you know, I think then the switch is flipped. And these kids are definitely in play football mode and win this game mode. It's it definitely a uh, a game in which you have to walk that line between pressure and expectation. And I'm sure there's a little bit of both. And talking to some of these players this week, you know, there is that expectation that you don't go out and lose this game. You have to win. You must win. It's a it's a it's a game that there's not even entering into their mind that they are not. You know, going to win that game. So we'll have it for you tomorrow. We're going to go on the air bright and early, 9 a.m. You can tune in to the pregame, 9 a.m. right here on ESPN 94.1 and a.m. 930. So when we come back from break, we're going to get started. We've got John Klosterman. I believe that's how his name's pronounced. I'm going to find out in the break. Amway Brand Manager. I don't want to mispronounce the guy's name. We'll find out when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Get in the game with EXP from Armstrong. Only EXP lets you set a one-pass for your favorite team or league and record every game. EXP brings live, recorded, and streaming TV together, making it easy to find the shows you're looking for. And with the free EXP app, you can keep up on your favorite content while at home or on a road trip. EXP is the all-in-one entertainment answer. Visit armstrongexp.com to get the power of EXP in your home today. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. We are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Springtime is home shopping time. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stop by Stalwart Insurance at our location located right behind Rich Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Stalwart Insurance, 304-552-3883. Visit online at stalwartinsurance.com. Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brews. The name says it all. No, really, let's break it down. Breakfast. Oscars was voted best breakfast by readers of the Herald Dispatch. Burgers. Oscars won best hamburger. And finally, Brews. Yeah, same thing. They won best craft beer spot. Got it? Oscars, Breakfast, Burgers, and Brews. They also won Best Locally Owned Restaurant and Best Sports Bar. OscarsBBB.com, River Place Plaza in Barbersville. We are the Tri-State. We get up every morning and give people like you the resources to achieve dreams. Dreams like saving for college, buying a home for your growing family, managing your own business, or retiring in comfort. So wherever life is taking you, it's good to have a financial partner like us to help along the way. We are Huntington Federal, and we're here for your life's journey. Credit upon qualification, equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Cameron Digital Sports is proud to bring you the high school football playoff games with Camel Midland versus John Marshall, presented by the Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, and Spring Valley versus Hurricane, presented by Freedom Gun and Pond. This Sunday at 1.30, watch live video of Spring Valley versus Hurricane and Camel Midland versus John Marshall. Watch live on this station's Facebook page or on our website. Spring Valley versus Hurricane, presented by Freedom Gun and Pond, and Camel Midland versus John Marshall, presented by Marshall Orthopedics. This Sunday at 1.30, the high school football playoffs from Kendra Digital Sports. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Tomorrow, Marshall in action against Middle Tennessee. We go on the air at 9 a.m. And then at 10 a.m., we're all going to head over to Gate A outside of Jones C. Edwards Stadium because the Coach's Trophy is going to be there. It's a really pretty trophy, and tell us more about it. John Klusterman, he is the brand manager from Amway. He is with us now on the program. And, you know, John, the uh, the trophy's here. Uh, a lot of people are thinking maybe Marshall should have a shot at it this year, so you're, you're already wetting a lot of appetites with that trophy. Well, that's good. We uh, we hope Marshall has a shot at it. They They look really good this year and uh, have been moving a steady mover in the Emily Coaches Bowl coming up from uh, about 30th to number 15. The trophy's here. It's on tour, and Amway uh, has been a, a proud sponsor of, of the Coaches Trophy for, for many years, and uh, it's, it's a spectacular trophy, and a lot of people always ask the question, you know, what's it made of? How much does it cost? You, you, you know, all, all the, the standard questions. I'm sure you're asked so many times. And uh, sure. it's here now, so I know that's probably going to be a question you're going to be answering a lot tomorrow. That's right, but I can give your listeners an answer. Uh, the trophy is overall about 50 pounds. It stands six feet tall. The crystal football on the top which is a separate piece, is an eight-pound Waterford crystal made in Waterford, Ireland, and uh, roughly $35,000 to replace it. So I have to ask, in all the years, how many times has it had to be replaced? Uh, Well, that we don't name names to protect the innocent, but uh, overall three times it has been dropped and shattered. And there's some great stories around it. Uh, one good story is uh, University of Florida in the coach's office. It sits over the top of the field, and they have their three coaches' trophies. And every time that they bring a recruit in, they dress them in full Florida gear, and they snatch one of the footballs off the top of the trophy and hand it to them. And there was a five-star receiver that was being recruited pretty heavily by Florida. They dressed him up. They handed him the football, which he proceeded to drop shattered it and then uh his recruiting was dropped because if you can't even hang on to that how are you going to hang on to a football in a game but the most famous story of the football being dropped is at alabama Uh, a picture was taken with a recruit and his father the father turned around and hit it and knocked it off and nick saban in his as only nick saban could do turned to the whole crowd and said, we're going to auction off all the pieces for charity. And they made about $200,000 uh, in, in donation to a charity. That sounds like a Nick Saban thing to do. I mean, that really yes, does. Yes, it is. <laughs> so this is on tour all across college football. And 
this has been, I'm sure, a difficult venture with all the restrictions with COVID-19. And the trophy is going to be available tomorrow for people to take photos. And you're going to be having a lot of rules and restrictions, I'm sure, around it. Everyone's going to be social distanced. But how difficult has it been to be on tour with this, knowing that college football has been so fluid week in and week out? Well, it, it has been difficult. Uh, I will say our first trophy tour stop this year. And for those who don't know, the, the trophy goes on tour starts in July. It comes over from uh, Ireland. And the tour starts the second week in August. We usually hit up different top matchups, top fives, top tens, or very interesting games of maybe teams that have won it before or have have a big matchup or a rivalry game or something. And this year has been difficult. The very first stop was supposed to be at North Carolina. They had the very first college football game this year, and it was canceled day of. So we ended up not being able to show the trophy. Uh, this year has been a little difficult, but it's also made us do some things in a lot different ways, and we've learned a lot. So uh, normally it's a, a, a big deal throughout Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We do a lot of morning shows on TV. We do the sports shows, and then it'll go on the field, and, and people can come and take pictures of it. This year what we've decided to do is have a socially distant photo session. So we'll have a photographer. He brings you in. Uh, you don't touch anything. We don't touch anything. He takes the picture and he texts it to you. So it's an immediate thing. You get your picture right away and nobody has to touch anything or worry about any contamination. That sounds like a a perfect way to do this from this point forward, even when we're past everything, because I don't know about you, but I would be awful nervous to stand that close to that trophy, knowing that there could be some damage happening and I don't have the insurance to cover that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know, we let people get pretty close to it, but there is a superstition that if you touch it, you'll never win it. So for a school like Marshall that hasn't won it, we warn against touching it and fans are superstitious. So nobody will touch it because they want to win it and bring it home at the end of at the end of this year, especially, but in any year. So that superstition, much like the Stanley Cup, if you touch it, you'll never win it. Okay. But the fans have been all across hockey have been touching the Stanley Cup here. So you guys have got a step up on the Stanley Cup as far as getting fans to obey and listen and stay away from the trophy. That's right. Well, the Stanley Cup is a little bit tougher than a crystal football. I know there's some great stories of the Stanley Cup and the abuse that that has taken every year for sure. Joining us on the program from Amway, John Klusterman, the trophy, the coach's trophy presented by Amway is in Huntington tomorrow. It'll be gay day outside of Jones E. Edwards Stadium from 10 to noon. And uh, this is a a pretty special game for the trophy to be here. Was this a a date that you you circled uh, early on in trying to figure out where you can take the trophy this year? Did it just happen and everything fall into place for the trophy to be here? What's the story here? Well, it kind of did just happen. Um, The trophy was originally scheduled in the trophy tour we go to 10 to 15 games a year and the first five are usually scripted so we look at those matchups at the beginning of the year and say we're going to go to these five games and then after those five games we then look at okay what teams are doing well which teams are climbing in the amway coaches poll 
uh, what teams have great matchups. And this weekend we were actually supposed to be um, at LSU. It was Alabama at LSU. That was kind of circled at the beginning of the year. And then LSU lost a couple games. So we said, okay, maybe we'll be going to Oklahoma instead. And then Oklahoma had a couple losses. So we kind of looked at the beginning of last week and said, who are the biggest movers in the Amway Coaches Bowl? And Marshall really stuck out to us as somewhere the trophy had never been, somebody who was, you know, just had made a big leap into the top 25 and had moved up and now to 15. And we thought this would be a great matchup. So we made our inquiries and wanted to come here and then realized it was the anniversary of the 75. So I I think somebody up above was shining down on us saying, first, go to Marshall and then set it up so we could get here on this weekend and help to uh, help the, the people here heal and help just bring about uh, some visibility to one of college football's most iconic events. Personally for you, has this been an interesting week learning more about the 75 or did you have a prior knowledge before uh, you realized this was the week and you were coming to Huntington? So I I did have some prior knowledge to it. Uh, Way back in the day, I was recruited by Marshall and I didn't end up coming on the visit. Uh, I ended up going somewhere else. But my father at that time, this was in 1984, my father told me all about the event and the tragedy and what happened. And since that time, I've always been kind of a Marshall fan because of that and because of how they were able to come back. And it just happened to be that 1984 was the first year that they had a winning record after the the 75. So uh, it, it was always a very interesting story to me, and then seeing the movie obviously uh, brings it kind of home to you, and, and you can identify with the characters in the movie and know that that's a true story. So I was really excited to come, and I know that, that the trophy has been all around town, and the, the reaction to it and the acceptance of it has just been awesome. We've loved it. John Klusterman is joining us, uh, brand manager for Amway, the Coach's Trophy presented by Amway in town. I, I know it was at the Fountain earlier. Where else have you had it so far in Huntington uh, before it comes to its final stop in, um, in at the stadium tomorrow? Sure. We had it at the, um, at the Fountain today. We also had it in the Student Union. We're doing a little setup tonight at the uh marshall hall of fame cafe so it'll be out here from 5 30 to 7 30 so fans can come by and get a picture with it take a look at it uh see the the sparkle and the bling and then it will be at the stadium tomorrow and in a kind of just um uh off the off the cuff thing we did actually go out to the memorial today and took some pictures and shared that on social media just to put the trophy up at the memorial so are you like the guy that carries the Stanley Cup all around in the padded case? Uh, or do you have someone for that that is as protective? Because I can imagine this, this trophy goes everywhere before it's presented finally. It, it does, yes. It travels all around. There are two people that travel with it every weekend. I uh, usually have a crew of three, four, five people that, that have crowd control and, and the photography and everything. But, yes, there are two people that go with it. I'm the lucky one. I just get to fly in and talk a lot. 
It's a good gig, though. You get to go everywhere the trophy goes. It's not a bad gig. <laughs> yeah, I have seen some great football games, that is for sure. I definitely get to get to a lot of games. I've, uh, I've accompanied the, the trophy to the national championship game. I've even gone to the White House with it twice. Sounds like it's uh, this is a job that maybe I need to find uh, a different. Yeah, I mean, you guys hiring because this sounds like a dream job for a lot of people. <laughs> it is a dream job, definitely. It's a lot of carrying of a very heavy trophy, but other than that, you get to do a lot. And if you're a college football fan, I would think this would be something that that everyone should have uh, on their list of jobs that they want to apply for. That's for sure. Joining us from Amway, John Klusterman. Before we let you go, John, let's, let's again remind folks, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., gay day outside of Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Um, what do you want to stress when people come to be a part of this tomorrow? Come, enjoy it, get a picture, share it. Uh, it will be socially distant, so you don't have to worry about big crowds. We'll have a, a line set up. We'll have a photographer that will take the picture. But really, this is all about celebrating Marshall, and we want people to come out. We want them to celebrate. Don't be afraid to, to walk up to us, get a picture. We'll talk about it. We'll tell stories, and we'll share a, a lot of little unique things about the trophy with you. John, I appreciate you talking about it. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at Jones C. Edwards Stadium, and uh, maybe we can get you guys to bring that up the elevator just a, a little bit in the press box before you guys go. I'm just, um, Absolutely, we'd love to. I'm just pointing out that might be a great place for a few f- f- photos with uh, probably a lot of members of the media who um, would probably want to see that thing as well. That'd be great. Um, if you guys can help us out with that, just talk to Jordan and she'll make sure that happens. All right, I'll work. I'll see if I can work my magic. John, thanks for uh, joining me. I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing the trophy tomorrow. No worries. Thank you. John Klusterman, he is uh, the brand manager for Amway, uh, the Coach's Trophy in Huntington, you can see it tomorrow from 10 to noon, gate A outside of Jones C. Edwards Stadium. When we continue, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper, Marshall's women's basketball coach. The schedule comes out yesterday for the non-conference portion. Also, Marshall announcing a couple of signees today on the basketball side. We'll talk to Coach about that when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It is a stated fact. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, and we want to welcome to the program now the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. Coach, when um, when you see Mr. Hamrick down the hallway, does he go, you know Paul Swan, he's the best, right? Does it does that come out of his mouth often? I'm sure it does. It's usually the first thing, thing we talk about. You know, that's usually the first thing he gets me with. You know, when was the last time you were on Paul's show? And, you know, lately you've had me on a lot. So uh, we've had nothing but positive things to say, um, including you're, you're the best. I like it. I like it. And, of course, uh, that might make a, a liner as well. So um, Tony Kemper's with us. Uh, Head coach of the Marshall women's team, you've got stuff going on. You got your non-conference schedule released. You've got recruits that you're signing. I mean, it feels normal again, just about. Yeah, it's been a busy week, you know. And and uh, I guess maybe the last two or three times we've talked, I've told you we were close to releasing the schedule, and um, you know that's that's been a labor this year to get it get it all done and and just make sure there's so many more things to look at on those contracts now, you know and testing protocols and different things like that and um 
you know, finally got it all put together. And um, I'm, it's one I'm excited about. I think, you know, we're excited to start at home, number one. And, um, you know, we had two good teams coming in here, uh, Morgan State, Radford. You know, Radford was, uh, I believe, they, were, they won the Big South a year ago. So that's a really good mid-major team coming in. And then, obviously, we go to Kentucky, which, um, you know, they had some big news last night. They, they've, they've had a tremendous program. And um, I don't know Coach Mitchell really well, but, um, you know, their head coach retired last night. I think he, he had some kind of health issue. Um, this year that I think he just made it hard to kind of go through the grind that is um, 2020. And so they're they're dealing with a new coach, but that'll be a huge challenge. And, um, you know, finish up with some, I guess, road game at, at uh, up at Bonaventure and then back home against Moorhead State. So, um, you know, I know girls are ready to play. We've been practicing for a long time. And uh, I think they see the light at the end of the tunnel now. And we're, we're getting close. The good news is you're home for most of these games before you get into conference, and I'm sure that's going to make you feel good because you're in control as far as testing protocol, everything that goes into making sure that you can put a team on on the court without any issue. And you know, was that deliberate on your part, or were you just trying to make sure you had a schedule? <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, athletic department wide, I think this year has been a challenge on a lot of different levels, but one of those things is making sure that. Um, you're smart about where you're going, you know, and um, we announced at one point in time this year that we were going to go to Las Vegas, you know, for a tournament. And um, that's something that I think is really important for our program, um, you know, to, to reward your players and, and go to a good place. But we've, we've actually worked with that tournament to push that back to a later date, which is great. Um, you know, we'll still get the experience and it won't be the 2020 uh, version of, you know, quarantine in your hotel room and stuff like that. So it, it has been, you know, it's kind of changed a lot. Uh, we do want to be regional this year. Um, the bus is going to be a little bit easier to deal with than, you know, airplanes and different things like that. So the longest trip is up to St. Bonaventure. And, um, you know, that's, that one's kind of hard to get to anyway. So I was planning on busing that. Um, we'll just stop a couple times and stretch our legs. But, um, you know, Kentucky obviously will be really simple to get over and back to. So, uh, you know, we were, were that was one of the reasons why we set it up the way we set it up. And our league is doing that as well with the stuff that they're doing. So uh, there's a lot of regional-based scheduling in, in football and basketball, quite frankly. So we're kind of also getting an idea how many fans you're going to be able to have in the stadium, the arena to, to watch. And you know, what are the restrictions like for, for you? I know 15% has been the, the number that was put around for capacity there. Uh, again, challenge for for anyone who wants to come to a women's basketball game, same as the men. A lot of social distancing, a lot of separation, a lot of hand sanitizer. Um, I know that's going to be uh, something that's a, a constant just in the back of your head, trying to make sure game day happens and as safe as possible. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, I was excited that, that uh, you know, we found a way to get some fans in there. I don't know that they've released exactly everything they're doing on tickets and stuff for women's basketball, but my guess would be we'll be right around the 1,300 that they announced um, capacity for the men's games. Uh, but, you know, I, and I've said this multiple times before, I know our team is really excited to play in front of 10, um, 1,300 if that's what the max number is. But, um, you know, we, we would love to have people in there watching us, and I think, you know, it's kind of unique. I guess I'll, I'll uh, you know, pine for some men's fans, you know, if, if, uh, come watch us play, you know, there's limited numbers of, of opportunities to go see the men, but 
it's good basketball. Um, you know, we've got a lot of quality local players uh, that, that maybe you've heard of and things like that. And we, we would love for you to step in the, the Henderson Center and, and see us go at it. It's a good point. Opportunities all over the place. And the schedule allows that as well because, again, we're back to a, a conference schedule that when the men are gone, you're going to be there for the most part. You're going to have opportunities to play when people are wanting to watch basketball. So, yeah. hey, if you're looking for a game, go support the herd. doesn't matter come, uh, which come team. Come check it out. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's right. Come give us a shot. And um, You know, I think over the years, in the last couple of years, I think anyone who hasn't been to a game that had a chance to watch us, I think they – I think they watched the game that they enjoyed. So, um, you know, give it a shot. See what you think. And um, I, I know there's great basketball fans around here. This is a great, you know, not we're we're in obviously a huge week for football and a huge week for Marshall University, and 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 yet I also know it's a great basketball school too. So, in kind of a unique year, um, you know, maybe it's a good one to give give the women that that work really really hard on behalf of the university a shot as well. Joining us on the program, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. Schedule's not the only thing going on. You, you still had to go out and recruit, and you have um, you have a couple of young ladies to tell us about today. Local young lady, one who's local, and one. Do you have recruiting budget to go to Spain? Uh, that's um, I mean, I don't know how hey, you pulled Zoom. that one off. Zoom is Zoom costs the same no matter where you're going. So you just, just log on, and, and everybody's from the same same area, you know, and. So yeah, so we've got Samantha Lafon from from uh, she she lives in Chesapeake. You know, she can see the lights of the football stadium. She tells me that from her from her house. And then uh, so she played at Ironton, but she's from Chesapeake. Um, and then we signed Sofia Lanos from Tarragona, Spain. And it, you know what's unique about you know you talk about the distance difference and where they're from. The the unique thing about that is both of those players have seen the same amount of Marshall by us. You know, Samantha grew up in this area, so she's been to football games and stuff like that. But we started recruiting her after coronavirus hit. So she hasn't taken a campus tour with women's basketball staff. Um, she hasn't seen our locker room in person, you know, with us. And Sophia's the same thing. So it, it, in this year, that's how unique recruiting is right now. Uh, we, have, we have a young lady coming from Spain that I'm super excited about. She was on the same Zoom calls that, that Chesapeake, Ohio was on. You know, and it, it's it's crazy how that's worked. But there are two that uh, number one, I love the personalities. They have, they've got a lot of energy. Um, they they smile a lot, and I, I think you know, anytime you're around people with that kind of energy, it, it's very very helpful. Growing a program and developing you know young women. So I think that's the first thing with them. Um, you know, and I, I think they'll they'll both be tremendous parts of our our team from the beginning and I think they're going to work really hard to develop um, their skills I think physically and athletically they're ready to compete right away and you know I think their work ethic and their drive is really going to help them do you think the fact that everyone's on the same footing now um, this has helped you in selling the program better without because recruiting's a war, you know this. Uh, it's it's tough out there, and you're everyone's trying to make a pitch. Uh, do you feel that uh, as maybe as a byproduct of this, that you're on you're on the same footing as everyone else? Uh, no one, yeah, no one can go above and beyond you unless uh, they have a Hollywood budget behind their Zoom call. And, and other than that, uh, you know, you're on the same footing. You get to really sell the program and sell the student athlete on what 
the program can do for them and how they can be an important member of the team. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's something that the NCAA has gotten right in this in this pandemic. You know, everybody loves to drag them through the mud, I guess, but I, I think that they have. We everyone in every industry has been hit with pretty tough circumstances as far as unprecedented. How do you operate? But you know, they they have made it to where you know different different states have different rules about, you know, coming and going universities are that way too. And, um, it hasn't made recruiting easy, but it is uniform, you know, so you have to find a way to make an impact from Huntington with, you know, over a phone or over a, a zoom call, whatever it is. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I've got a, I've got a young staff that, that is hip to all that stuff. They teach me about that, but you know, Coach Crawford, Coach Malinkovich, they are uh, they're good at that stuff. They kind of show me the ropes and they tell me what I'm gonna how to push the buttons and stuff like that. But we've really developed some things that I think are effective at selling, you know, what I think makes Marshall so special, which is really Huntington and the people here. And that's really hard to do via Zoom, but I think we've been effective in getting that done. Tony Kemper's joining us, Marshall women's basketball coach. The non-conference slate set for December, then conference schedule, which is uh, fast approaching. I mean, we're um, we're almost yep. there, coach. We're we're ready. We're ready to go. I think we're ready. I think we need to get it going and and uh, kind of find the holes and then figure out how we're going to solve them and, and get to play. And so we're we're excited and and uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm excited to. Heard fans have a chance to get in there and watch us play, and it's about basketball season. The weather's been great. It doesn't feel like basketball season yet, but I think that's probably coming. No, let's not hurry that along. Come on, that's uh, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, I love it where it is right now. Uh, let's uh, let's just keep it where it's at. We're good, and we we can enjoy everything together. It sounds good. Sounds and good to me. When are we gonna get those uh, cardboard um, cutouts? Uh, when's that photo shoot for that? Well, listen, we don't need them. That's the thing. I mean, we're going to have actual Paul Swan in there now. You're not taking me on the road. You, you're not taking me on the road. Though. That's a good point. Yeah, you That's need the cardboard point. for the road. About that. Yeah, I mean, my bad. I know. I know. Jason Courier's cardboard takes pre- uh, precedence over mine. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Well, he's there in the flesh. He's there for real. So okay. We got to have a. Cut. That's fair. We got to get a cardboard cutout for the road. You're, you're right. Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. Head coach Tony Kemper, when we continue, Mark Martin joins us from WCHS. We're going to talk about what's happening with WCHS's special, uh, remembering the 75, when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. Want to welcome to the program now. He's the sports director for WCHS and Fox 11. He's Mark Martin. You had to book Mark through an agent. That's how big time he is. I had to go through. I had to go through an intermediary to, to get you on the show. That's just how big time you are. So. Uh, get out of here, Paul. It's. I'm serious. I call. I call CJ Harvey. I'm like, okay, can you get? Can you get the big man on? And it also sets up if he can't get the big man on, it's his opportunity to be on the show. But uh, no, I got the big man today. Uh, I appreciate you having me as always. Um, you've been pretty busy. We all been pretty busy, and um, 
you yeah, football, uh, season, football season does that to us, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've aged 20 years, and um, you know, you still look like uh, like the first day I met you. And uh, you've been pretty busy, though. We've um, we've got a game tomorrow that's pretty important. Uh, you know how significant it is. Uh, you've got a special coming up tomorrow. You've got a busy day, Mark. You just want to um, maybe give fans a, a sort of a preview of what they can expect tomorrow uh, during your coverage and what WCHS is offering. Well, yes, uh, Paul, we're going to do a, a half-hour special, a Marshall Memorial, remembering the 75. That will air at 8.30 a.m. on Fox 11. Pretty early time, but, uh, you know, just uh, trying to trying to, trying to get it in on game day, and uh, that, that was a, a time that we uh, had available, and so that's when it's going to be. And, of course, obviously, with it being a noon kickoff, a lot of third fans are going to be up early anyway uh, for many reasons, and, uh, and then, obviously, uh, at 9.30, we'll have our Doc Holiday show, Marshall Football Today with Doc Holiday, and then our Saturday Sports Showcase, which airs on WCHS. And so all three of those certainly are going to hit on uh, the game with Middle Tennessee and the 75. Certainly our special at 8.30 will focus entirely on that, and we look forward to it. Without giving too much away, um, what – can people expect when you uh, when they tune in to watch that at eight thirty? What um, you know? Well, you know, we you know obviously you, you, there's so many ways you can go with these things, and uh, and you know I, I guess I just thought back to when I was young. Uh, I was almost ready to turn ten when this occurred, and you know I was really, really, really starting to love football. And I lived out in the country uh, until we moved into the big city of Ripley. And I really wasn't even aware of what Marshall was. I mean, I was a young kid, but I learned of Marshall by watching the Rick Tolley show. And I just, uh, just kind of fell in love with Marshall. You know, they had the, the shiny new AstroTurf and uh, all that, and just loved football in general. And it was on Monday nights. And so that, that was when I, you know, started following Marshall football. And then, of course, obviously we know what, happened you know soon thereafter and there was a young man from uh, jackson county where i'm from he was from ravenswood the other city there in jackson county alan Skeens, and he was a, a member of that uh, football team that uh, perished in the crash and so from you know pretty young age i, I knew about it and obviously with my involvement through the years with marshall i mean just have great respect for what's happened and every little layer from jack lingle right up until this moment with Doc Holiday and what these coaches have done and how they've handled this situation. It's just been done beautifully. And so we talked to, you know, Mike Hamrick, who certainly has, has had a big uh, role with Marshall University from a player standpoint, and certainly from a director of athletics standpoint, uh, Red Dawson, of course, uh, his wonderful story and uh, got together with Dave Walsh and, and and I, I think uh, one thing that, that kind of happened uh, along the way this season, Paul, during our high school football telecast, I always reach out to the officials and try to get as much information as I can uh, from the lead official and his crew and how many years they've worked and, you know, how many championship games, playoffs, whatever. And so this particular night we were doing a game, Gal Police, and earlier in the week uh, the lead official was Jeff Jones and of course it was his father Ken that was uh, hosting the Rick Tolley show and so we're going to visit with uh, Jeff and uh, also with the a high school coach who had a young man pass away and so uh, you know just uh, boy you know when uh, we have our shows you know Paul uh, you know we 
the the tough part is not not putting it together. It's too much like how 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 what what can, what do you have to leave out? It's never easy, but uh, but we're uh, we're grinding away, and we're I think we're going to be real we'll be real pleased with it, and hope, hopefully uh, the viewers will be as well. You anticipate uh, any uh, chance of extending that at a future date? Uh, you know, people like to see what's on the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah, you know that's that's a, you know that's a that's a, a, a distinct possibility uh, uh, that, that 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 could happen, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll see you know what happens down the road. But yeah, it's uh, it, you know just just to read. I mean, obviously I've read story after story through the years, but then to just kind of go back and refresh your memory on a lot of things, uh, it, boy, it just uh, it's just unbelievable, uh, really. I mean, I, I mean I played high school football and played college football and I know how hard it is and you know the organization that it takes and you know traveling with Marshall now and seeing what all that goes into just the going on the road and playing a game and to, to think about a program that just you know was absolutely uh, gone and wiped out to, to, to start over and you know as everybody has said it would have been real easy not to start over and but they that's not the decision they made and you know, certainly one of the greatest decisions ever made for Marshall University, the community, and I think just the, the sports landscape in general. Mark Martin's joining us, and we've got about a minute before we got to call it a night. Mark, another piece of news came down. We found out that there won't be any winter sports for the time being. I know uh, from your standpoint, that's a really that's a hard blow to take. Yeah, it really is. You know, we're all, we're, you know, we're into the high school football playoffs here, and we're uh, seeing some uh, teams have to go by the wayside before they ever get to play a game because of this COVID situation. And uh, we're up here in Charleston, got the state volleyball tournament trying to get completed. So, you know, so close to getting all these fall sports done. Didn't think maybe any of them would happen, so we're happy about that. But, boy, yeah, yeah I really hated to hear that. I mean, that, you know, but, you know, let's just keep our fingers crossed that uh, the – basketball coaches, the, the wrestling coaches, and, and the swimmers, and all these athletes and coaches that uh, when that January 11th date rolls around, that they will, in fact, get to get started and enjoy their seasons. Because, you know, as you know, Paul, this all started from a high school standpoint here in West Virginia with the closure of the girls' state basketball tournament back in March. And, boy, you know, it's been tough sledding all the way. But right now, you know, as I look at the Marshall season and just the seasons in general from a high school standpoint here in the area, what we've had the opportunity to enjoy thus far, uh, if someone would have told me that's what we're going to get back in the middle of summer, I'll say, hey, I'll take that deal. So <laughs> let's just keep adding to it. Marshall's getting ready to play game seven tomorrow. and uh, You know, certainly a, a very, very, very special day. We'll see you tomorrow, Jones C. Edwards Stadium. We'll probably be all huddled over the laptop trying to see what the color-coded map looks like after the game. Um, well, you know, you, you, the two of us walked in together last. Uh, we did. Uh, you know, uh, Friday or Saturday, so we'll have, we'll have to make that a tradition. Okay, I'll be at the parking garage after I uh, get off the air, so uh, I'll meet you over there. <laughs> okay, buddy. See you, Paul. Mark Martin, Sports Director, WCHS and Fox 11. Special comes on the air tomorrow, 8.30. And then after that, you've got the coaches' show. And you can – is Mark on? Is he on the phone? Okay. Uh, skip that. 9 a.m. right here, ESPN 94.1 and a.m. You can DVR it. Go ahead. DVR his. Listen to mine. As you're driving in, you're heading into the stadium tomorrow. I'll be here with you tomorrow at 9 a.m. as we get you kicked off for Marshall, Middle Tennessee, 
You can listen to the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks to my guest this evening, Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, John Klusterman from Amway, talking about the championship trophy. It's going to be on display tomorrow, 10 a.m. to noon, outside of June C. Edwards Stadium at Gate A. And, of course, Mark Martin, the sports director of Fox 11 and WCHS. Back tomorrow, 9 a.m., College football today, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.